When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Good evening. Take a seat. Join us here in Room 104 tonight. When it comes to spotting when people are fabricating every single word that comes out of their mouth, how good are you? I'll tell them when they're spoofing. Tonight, Poker Face, 10 o'clock, The Den. Uh, reporter on The Den and host of her own RTE player series, Sinead Quinlan. She'll be on to see if she can deceive you. She's going to tell you three things about herself. Your job is to try and spot which one of those things she is lying to you about. Poker Face, 10 o'clock tonight. Also, if you're short on cash, great news. An American billionaire, he's offering a $1 million reward. All you need to do is prove that there is life after death. Easy. More on that on Control-Alt-Delete, closer to 11. And will your pet need a COVID vaccine? Maybe. More on that a little bit later on. As always, our number, get in touch, let us know what you're at this evening, 87 This is Room 104 with Cormac Moore and Sir Long with Play Blue, Ireland's favourite online adult shop. Visit playblue.ie today. FM 104. Good evening. Good evening to you too. What's with the music? I don't know, I just felt like it was a great day for Ireland today. So much good news happened. Loads of good news happened today. Amazing day and time to be alive. So I just thought we'd embrace and celebrate our Irishness this evening. I I don't know what to celebrate, but let's just pretend it's a good day. I was just going to ask. Oh, you're going for a pint in the... No, you're not actually. No, I was actually on the way to the cinema. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I will be next week. No. Oh, you're meeting your friends for a walk. No, you're not even meeting your friends for a walk. No. What a day. What a day. Yeah. Apart from that, did you do anything fun at all? I went on another uh, prison walk earlier on and that was the height of it. Um, I did. Can I just get in there real quick? Go, jump in. I spent the whole day prepping to make a cottage pie. Oh, wow. This is this is the big step up, Sergeant. A cottage pie isn't easy. And it's not like an omelette or it's not like a... Nope. Dare I say like a, a lasagna might be difficult enough. Cottage pie. Cottage pie. Well, no. And actually, I thought it was a shepherd's pie. And I don't know the difference between a shepherd's pie and a cottage pie. And I went in to get my mince from the butcher. And yeah. I said, uh, he said, oh, you're cooking today, are you? Yeah, I'm making a shepherd's <laughs> pie. And he was like... Just knew by the look he was like, listen. Yeah. Listen. He, he was like, you're not a cook, are you? I was like, nope, I'm not. And he was like, it's a... Sh- it's a sorry, he said it's a cottage pie, not a shepherd's pie. What's the difference? Don't know. Still don't know. I didn't actually look it up. But it took ages to make, so I had to go. Did you make it? Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Bu- because I'm free oh, I'm freezing sake. it for the rest of the, the week, obviously. That that <sighs> is my that is my dinner week. I'm having right. the same thing every day. But I had to make mash I went real fancy. Mashed potatoes, normal potatoes, and sweet potatoes. Well no. And then I put them together to make it really fluffy and put loads of I put half a tub of butter in it, loads of milk, 
masher in so it was real soft and then I got the mince I put peas in there I put carrot I chopped the carrots up real small and onion the and fact I, that you're getting really excited oh, about this like it worked out perfect yeah so good and Worcester sauce is that what it's called mm-hmm. threw loads of that in yeah we're coming very domesticated now I find yourself so proud. a nice rich husband now and you can cook from stay at home no no I don't want to cook from why not you, you, you gotta no if he's rich then he can just look after me and we can get takeaways every day or you have a live-in chef or a live-in chef much better I will say and I'm just gonna after my very exciting day of cooking and how proud I am I will say cooking is an absolute and utter waste of your time <laughs> I spent like when I mean no, hours on this thing like I was prepping for this all day from like 2 o'clock and I only got to eat it there at like 8 so 6 hours 6 hours so if that's I, why you couldn't answer a call earlier on like sorry I'm in the middle of something seriously here. yeah yeah if I was to uh, go to Tesco and buy Tesco's finest shepherd's pie, yeah. it would cost about six euro. I bought carrots, I bought peas, I bought mince, potato. That definitely cost more than more than six euro. But yeah, but you have way more. You could get probably like two or three out of it. So you're grand. You know, it would save you money per meal. It would probably save you yeah, money. Yeah, but not time. Okay, fair enough. But Not like, time. if you if you bulk cooked them, and you, listen, if it was your first one, it's going to take you a little bit more time to get the the hang off. You know what I mean? Like, I cooked the potatoes at two o'clock. I left them. We had to do our call. I went back and did the mince, and then I had to do something else to do at work, and then I came back and put it in the oven. Yeah. So it probably would in have fairness, taken I me. Heard, about I heard you cooking when we were on our seven o'clock call. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was putting the thing in the You're dish. Like, yeah, yeah, grand. I'll do. Oh, whatever. I had to. Yeah, I had to on loudspeaker. I was <laughs> pouring you? the thing in the dish. Yeah, of course. The excitement of life in uh, January 2021. Yeah. Cooking. It's fine in lockdown to be doing this, but everyday life, if you had children on top of that, how on earth can you stand there peeling potatoes every day? And, you know, can you not just buy... Baby potatoes. Don't peel them. No, can you not just buy, like, ready-made stuff that's much cheaper? It's very unhealthy for them. That's why we're all getting overweight and unhealthy and fat. It is, yeah. Get a ready-made lasagna. That's not unhealthy. Shocking. I don't think, anyway. Um, I don't know. Anyway, very excited... Do not know the difference between shepherd's pie and cottage pie, though. Well, uh, thank you to uh, <laughs> loads of people who are after messaging in, in now the difference between cottage pie and shepherd's pie. I didn't know either. I uh, didn't know either, but now we learn something new every day. If you're like myself and Saoirse and you didn't know, shame on us all because a lot of people have come in. A lot of laughy emojis on top of it as well. Laura, good evening. The difference between cottage pie and shepherd's pie. Cottage pie is beef mince and a shepherd pie is lamb mince. What? They're lower though. Wow. That is such a lie because my mum never bought lamb and she used to always give us a shepherd's pie is what she used to call the bloody thing. So hang on, hang on. A shepherd's pie is So that's why the butcher was giving me that look and said I'm not a cook because I was asking him for for beef mince because I was going to make a shepherd's pie Uh, and he he said Oh you big idiot. He said enjoy your cottage pie and at the very end because I didn't get it obviously he just said just enjoy your pie. Uh, Lisa, thanks for that as well. Shepherd's pie is with lamb. Everyone seems to know. I suppose it makes sense. What does a shepherd shepherd? A shepherd looks after? The lamb. Yeah. So there you go. So he's a shepherd's pie, he just looks after the lamb and then puts them into the oven. I've never seen a shepherd though. I don't know if he actually looks after lamb. I does. Shepherds look after lambs and sheeps. Have you seen them? Sheep herders, shepherds. Yeah, well, maybe they look after cows as well. No, they don't. They're, 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 maybe they're cow whispers. The clue's in the name. Shepherd. So then what is, why is cottage pie called cottage pie? Because you make it inside maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know why, so the cows but there we come go. In. The cows come on into the kitchen. You're like, sit over there, Daisy. No. Now we'll put this bullet to I your head. I hate when things don't make sense. I really do. Well, a shepherd makes sense because a shepherd looks after la- sheep and lambs. 
So there you go, that makes sense. Shepherd's pie, what does he give? Big stick, and he... Yeah, well then, why is the other one not called farmer's pie? Maybe it is, maybe you could start... Sertia's farmer's pie, tenderloin <laughs> beef, mmm... <laughs> Order now. Dave in the van, good evening as well. Everyone seems to have known this, apart from myself and yourself. <clears throat> Fionn, Dave, Lisa. Um, who Thank else? you for that. I never knew, even walking out of the butcher, I was like, what is he talking about? I just thought it was a fancier name. I get you. Do you know what I mean? I oh, I'm you. making a cottage pie. <laughs> Not a shepherd's pie. I didn't realise there was actually... Uh, listen, don't be given out. If you're listening to this now going, oh my, there's literally nothing else to talk about and there won't be anything to talk about till at least March the 5th. So I know. we're going to go full tank shepherd's pie but this I evening. But I do really get upset when things don't make sense to me. Like mince pies at Christmas, they don't make sense. Because it's all apple and horrible no fruit in stuff in it. <clears throat> there's no mince. Yeah. I'd I love a mince pie. Yeah, I know. But there's none. Anyway, a lot of people. Lisa... Thanks for that. I wonder if you're on the way home. How is this today's 12-hour shift or maybe the night off? Let us know. How are you getting on? Hi, I think the difference is, yeah, that was another one that's in from, we want to make sure, Deborah. All these people who know, common misconception, it's because shepherds herd lambs. Get it? Yeah, I get it. Laura, yeah, yeah. Uh, just about. I just about get that. Oh, my God. Am I getting dogs abuse from this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is this message in from, Andrea? Good evening. Uh, yo, I asked you before and you said you will reinstate this. What, what? I'm scared now. What did we say we'd reinstate, Andrea? No but then I guess you forgot. Wow, wow. The lockdown, th- oh, the lockdown thing with the bell and the microwave, etc. That was great. The the, the, the the quarantine race, do you remember oh, that? Oh yeah, that feels like a long time ago. Do you know actually I was only talking to Tara there. That started in April. No, it didn't. Don't depress me. It's nearly April again. No, it's not. How was that a year ago? Wow. That feels like honestly last week. Andrea, is Andrea a little bit competitive and she wants to... Uh, yeah, she wants another race. Look, we might do it. We might do something. The only the only thing, the only reason I would be hesitant to uh, do that is exactly that reason because it would remind us of how long we've, <laughs> we've been in lockdown. Listen, if you wanted the ultimate uh, quarantine race back again, if you didn't hear it before, it was basically uh, an audio-based race around your gaff. So we get callers on and they had to what did they do? flush the toilet, ring the doorbell, turn yeah. the TV up. Turn on the shower. Yeah. Hair dryer. Maybe we could get... Um, you know, we, we could up the ante here a little bit and we get Dan on to do like a sports feature on it because there'd be no other sports happening except for the quarantine race. Yeah, actually, that's very true. Listen, if you agree with Andrea and you would like us to maybe think about bringing that back, could be good on a Thursday or Friday, legging it around the gaff. I mean, I loved doing it. Helped get your 10,000 steps up. We could change it up. I mean, we could put different uh, different things in place. Got to do a knick-knack in the neighbour's house. Knick-knack. Steal a cat. So oh, I wouldn't go that far. You're not allowed to touch another cats and oh, yeah, dogs well, and stuff. Well, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Um, anyway, yeah, listen, not a bad suggestion. Thank no. you for that, uh, Andrea. We'll see if there's many people who want to bite. And if you want to volunteer yourself to do the first return of it, let us know, Andrea. 87 Now, um, speaking of the end of the week on Friday, last Friday we gave you... Let me just make sure our faders are up. Let's get down, let's get down to fingers. Give you one more night before we bust to get this. So it's Tiesto's remix, uh, in a Fingless inspired Tiesto remix. Okay, so we did that last week. Um, I'm not sure if anyone can actually listen to that song on radio now without singing the Fingless version. I know, yeah, it just let's works too down, well. Let's get down to Fingless. Let's get down to Fingless. So um, that was based off listener suggestions last week, and a few people from uh, Cabra and Blanche, Fibsborough. Where else did we have Ballyfermot as well? Uh, got in touch. If you're not from Fibsborough, or sorry, sorry, if you're not from Fingless and you want 
your area where you're living you think deserves a dance floor anthem, a dance floor filler, a remixed dance floor filler based on famous landmarks, famous people, famous chippers, pubs, the whole lot. Will you let us know where you are and what we should include in said song for this week? At the moment, it's looking like it's either between Cabra or Ballyfermot. Yeah. But I mean, if you're a Talia Blanche... Uh, where else do we have Rings End end, anywhere where else Glasnevin where are you listening where would you like a Whopper dance anthem made for your Friday evening I mean clubs are closed doesn't mean we can't bang out some new no floor fillers Temple Oak as well wherever you are right now if you want you know your own Tiesto inspired remix let's get down let's get down fingers um Fingless has theirs now, but if you want yours, will you let us know where you are and what we should include? What are the famous kind of landmarks and the famous facts or pieces of information about the area in which you're in? So we'll see how many parts of Dublin we can do. Fingless is number one. It's looking like it's either Ballyfermot or Cabra for this Friday, but if you would like to change that, if we get enough of a response from where you are right now, let us know. 87 where you are, and maybe one or two famous landmarks that kind of have to be included in it, all right? So 0876797104. Here's ATB. ATB. Uh, your love. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. God, I, God, I kind of want to feel that. Uh, so good. Play that again. Can we play that again? Oh, I love that. Oh, it reminds me of like back in the day going out. Teasing us. Teasing us. You should be. Teasing us. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I'm trying to think, will your love work till I come? Do, 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 do. Um, where would that work for what part of Dublin if it was to be remixed? Your love. Uh, uh, I don't know. Ring's End? No. Uh, your love. What Dublin area rhymes, rhymes with love? Love? Yeah, or something that sounds like it. Your love. Like Cordove. No, it's too no, much of a stretch. That's a bit big stretch. Uh, your love. No, I don't think no parts of Dublin do, do they? There definitely has to be a part. Someone's going to text in and we're going to go, damn it, why didn't we think of that? Love. Any area of Dublin rhyme with love? There could be silence for a long time now. Listen, I don't know. If you can think of it, let us know. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. And the reason we're talking about that is on Fridays we like to do a Dublin dance floor. We did uh, Tiesto's The Fingless. Uh, last Friday, based mm. off uh, Fingless listeners and callers' suggestions. Uh, currently, it's looking like it'll either be Cabra or Ballyfermot that's getting this week's one. But if you want to change that, do let us know whereabouts in Dublin you are listening from or from or living and um, what's maybe famous about that area that should be included in a dance floor anthem, dance floor filler for that area. 87 couple of people have said yes, they will do it in relation to the quarantine lockdown race that we did Last April. Yeah, I think people will definitely be up for it because you're so bored at this point in time that um, a race would just do you a bit of good, a bit of exercise on top of that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because some days... um over the weekend, I didn't really get outside the house. It was one of those, like Sunday was a pyjama day where yeah. you just watched stuff in bed 24, 24-7. And it's like, you have done 200 steps. And you're like, oh God, wow, wow. So um, it's an audio race around your gaff, basically. You have to go ring a doorbell, uh, uh, turn the TV on, turn the shower on, flush the toilet, and whoever can get through all of those stages the fastest wins a beautiful prize. So, Amy, you've said you'd do it. Um, Andrea has said, I've moved now and now I have a bell. That's the reason. So she's eventually moved. Couldn't do it the last time because she didn't have a, a bell. Did you only move so that you could have a bell? 
that's in your it. microwave. That's it. She only yeah, she only moved just so she could do this job done. Uh, happy days. Uh, yeah, I'm on my way home from work. I'm a nurse. Sure, we know that, Lisa. We know you're a hard working nurse. Uh, could you make my night even better and play Paradise by Dermot Kennedy? Maybe. Yeah, maybe we can do that for you. <laughs> maybe. That. Why would we not do that? We will absolutely at some stage do that. Depending on how long your your drive home is, of course. Yeah, just keep driving around the same roundabout. The last roundabout into your house or off the main road. Just keep driving around that until we get to it. Thank you And then sit in your car and wait till 12 o'clock. We should have played it by then. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Sean, good evening. Um, Sean has said Harold's Cross. Your love, Harold's Cross, your love. No, Sean, no. Hang on, will it, will it? It needs to be something short and snappy. Such a good song. No, it's too long. Harold's Cross is too long. Harold's Cross. Cross. Love. Good work. Going to the dog's night. Okay, we'll work on the rest of it. But listen, Sean, that's not a bad shout. Might work. Might work. May not work, but... Maybe Kulak. Love. Your love. Kulak. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, we'll add that to the mix. Any chance you could give me a shout out from Lewis? Happy Tuesday. Oh, I don't know, Lewis. Can we give Lewis a shout out? We'll give him two. Hi, are you, Lewis. Are you sure now? Yeah. Hi, Lu- you say hi, Lewis, from you, and then hi, Lewis, from me. Hi, Lewis. From? Thanks for the message. No, you have to say it's from Cormac. Oh, sorry. Hi, Lewis, from Cormac. Hi. Hi, Lewis. What are you up to? It's from Sersha. Any crack? Um, good evening, guys. What about the Gaelic version of Dublin? I think it's uh, Duvlin, something D- or other. <laughs> I love the way everyone in Ireland that it was forced to learn Irish in school knows absolutely none of it. Oh, come on now, you have to know. Well, Bolly clear or Duvlin, which What's means. Duvlin? It means Blackpool. Yeah, so Duvlin doesn't mean Dublin. It does. What? That's where Dublin came from because Duvlin, and then they just shortened it to Dublin. What's Bolly clear? I know, yeah. So what the hell? That makes no sense. Yeah. Again. I'm getting very confused of a Tuesday. <laughs> Nothing makes sense to me anymore at all. <laughs> it's, it's higher level. It's applied radio this evening now. We're all confused. Don't know what's going on. Good evening, Robbie out in Swords. What is the crack? Uh, and he has said, do da da do da kulak. Uh, sure. I do like Swords, though. Do, we should do, stick do, Swords do. in a song. Is Hu- that a f- huge fan? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, Robbie, is that for the ATB? Till I come. Dun, 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 cool. um, oh, sorry. He's dun, okay. Dun, this dun, is a song. Cool. I don't know. It might work. It might work. It might work. Swords. What would work for swords? I'm trying to think of a sword song. That might. Swords. Do you know what you could do? Like, boom, 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 boom. I want you in my room. Sword, 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 swords. (laughs) Sorry, Robbie. (laughs) I apologize on behalf of the entire station for. Sword, 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 swords. (laughs) I don't know why that's so funny. It's not. That's like something you'd see on like RTE oh, Junior geez. or something when they're doing a terrible song for the kids. <laughs> oh, no. Boom. Is there any broom? You could do broom bridge. Broom, 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 bridge. No, no. that doesn't work either. You'd have to change the rest of it. Anyway. God, this chair's noisy, isn't it? Very noisy. Right. <laughs> and let us know if you're like, uh, Robbie, sorry, Lorna got in touch with that from Clondalkin. She'd like a, a dance floor filler. Oh, yeah. Uh, made for Clondalkin. Clondalkin is a good one, yeah. They have a nice tower out in Clondalkin. They have a what's that fancy vegan place? Fancy vegan? Oh, place? very the the fanciest of fancy vegan places. They're a chain now. The I two wouldn't lads, know any. The vegan two twins. No, the two oh, twin the lads. happy pears. There you go. The happy pears. I think they're just happy the happy pears. pair. <laughs> Unless they've just multiplied. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So Clondalkin. I'm trying to think what would work for Clondalkin. Uh. And that might be easier, right? Because the in at the end, there's loads of songs probably the ing or in at the end of it. What would Scatman be uh, a good one for? Oh my god! I'm a Scatman. Sorry, Paddy's just Paddy's just after knocking this out of the park. You could use the original version of that song and replace "Till I Come" with "Bally Mun." Oh, oh, genius! Paddy, send us in an invoice. Yes. Here we go. Yeah. Peppa, Bally Mun. Mun. Yeah, that's that's it. That's on. That's we're writing that down. Bally Mun is getting uh, A to B. Till I Come. Till I Come, Bally Mun. <sighs> I love that. <laughs> just doing work here. Oh, you don't mind us. Just writing down here now. Uh, <laughs> you, you talk amongst yourselves. We'll put a we'll put a video on for the next half hour here in room one of four. Teacher's got a little bit of work to do. All right, and then we'll get back to you. No time to talk amongst yourselves. Oh, what just about keep it Sandy down. Cove? Well, who, does, who said something about Sandy Cove? Sandy Cove would do the job with your love. It would have to be Sandy Love. Sandy Love. Sandy Cove, your love. Mm. I know where you're going. Yeah. Lorenzo. Not bad, not bad. But Cove should be another easy one. Dove, Cove, Rove. Anyway, any other suggestions? What part of Dublin are you in that you would uh, think deserve its own dance anthem, dance floor filler classic? Let us know. 087-6797-104. Still to come on the show, if you think you're good at spotting when someone is fabricating, spoofing, telling a few porkies to your face, uh, we play Poker Face at 10 o'clock. We bring on someone, they tell you a couple of things about themselves, but one of those things is not true. They've made it up on the fly, and we want to see if you're able to spot when someone is lying to you and when they're not lying to you. Joining us this evening, she's her own series on RT Player. She works on The Den as a roving reporter, Sinead Quinlan. She's done a hell of a lot of cool stuff over the last while and you'll definitely be hearing a hell of a lot more of her in the months and years to come. She's going to be on playing a Poker Face a little bit later on, so that's at 10. On the way still, we have uh, music, Lewis Capaldi and next, Joel Curry, Head and Heart. Room 104. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. Good evening. Uh, still to come, 10 o'clock poker face. If you think you're any good at spotting when someone is uh, fabricating every word that comes out of their mouth, can you tell when someone is spoofing? 
and lying to you, Poker Face 10 o'clock. Our guest this evening, uh, RT presenter on the den and our own series on the RT player, Sinead Quinlan. She'll be on to tell you a couple of things about herself and your job tonight is to try and figure out which one of those things uh, is not true. That's on tonight at 10 o'clock. Now though, scarier news. What is it? There was a story today. Dublin airport cargo plane flying off to Iceland and had to make an emergency landing. My worst nightmare ever. In in Scotland, thankfully, uh, <clears throat> uh, nothing serious happened. No one was injured. It didn't crash in the end, but apparently it just started uh, losing altitude incredibly quickly and then had to call an old mayday. Divert to Scotland, landed there, and the usual fire trucks, the whole rescue crews were called out just in case the worst happened. But it didn't happen, thankfully. But I can imagine it would have been fairly scary to have been on that flight. Now, I was on a flight, I was 12. Uh, I do remember it, but I wasn't scared because, I, you know, when you're that young, you don't really know the seriousness of what's going on. But I was going to Florida, and halfway through the flight... There was very bad thunder and lightning and the lightning actually uh, cracked the windscreen. Oh. Yes, so everything came, the masks came down and everything else. Did they actually? They all came down. We had to emergency land. Apparently it was on the news at the time. Proper emergency. Uh, Did the captain come on and kind of say like... Captain came on. My, I just remembered the absolute carnage. People screaming, people crying. And again, I didn't really know what was going on. I did, but I didn't. And I don't know if that's where my fear from flying came from because I was telling you this story before. Might be. And maybe that is because I'm petrified now. Any turbulence, I'm freaking out. But uh, yeah, apparently they genuinely thought this was bye-bye. So how long were you in the air when that happened? I'd say we were in the air for four hours at that stage. And did you wind up having, did you land at the right airport you were meant to land at? No, 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 we had oh, really? emergency land, yeah, I think, I don't know where we landed. But like miles away from where you should have been? Yeah. Like in a Ryanair flight? We didn't get to the location till the next day, we had to wait for another flight and that was the next morning, so we all were put up in a hotel. No way. Did you, like, did you, who were you with, your mum and dad? So the whole family, yeah. And did they, were you talk, did they ever chat to them afterwards, did they think like it was game over? Yeah, I have done, yeah, I've talked to them a few years back and they, they were saying that like... You have no idea how serious that actually was. Oh, God. Yeah. Did you have to do the whole crouch down, head in the hands position? Everything, yeah. Oh, no. And then, you know, I had my brother and sister were only, well, I was 12, they were only five, six. So I can't even remember what happened oh, no. in that situation. But there was just panic. I just remember people running around the aisle. I'm sure, that was back in the day where you could literally walk into the cockpit. Uh, yeah, come you in know? for an L tour. Happy days, give yeah. me a go flying the plane. It was bad. Terrified. So that is very, very touchwood. I've never been on a flight that like the oxygen masks have come down. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I think I just weird. lose it. If you see that coming down, you're like, oh, that's it, game over. Again, as a child, you you don't really understand. Yeah. So I wasn't scared at the time, but now if that happened, my God, I'd probably try and just exit. Yeah. Just walk out. <laughs> like, Goodbye. No, see I'm you out of here. Yeah. Uh, you can't. We're plummeting to our death now. You can't open the doors. God. That's scary, all right. Yeah, that was that was bad. Now, um, Lisa has said uh, I was on a flight before, and uh, the coffee hit the ceiling on the flight, on the flight to Colombia. Very fancy going to Colombia. That was bad turbulence. Wow, if it did hit the ceiling, it pretty much. Jesus. Dropped down so much, you just bang. Good luck. Yeah. Now I've been on very turbulent flights, like where it's to the point where you know the the um, air hostess is falling. Yeah, left or right, and, she, and you can kind of see not panic in her face, but just uh, when, when the air, yeah, everyone always does that, doesn't it? You kind of you, you keep an eye on the air hostess, yeah. and if they seem all right, you're like, all right, they're keeping it together. Any sign of stress, you're like, all right, now we're screwed. Yeah, 
I start calling your loved ones and find find your faith again fairly quickly and say sorry to God and then go, let's go. I did as well hit my head. Now, this is more kind of my own fault. Hit my head on a flight before because we were taking off and I had stopped. We were coming back from Chicago and I had stopped to get a McDonald's. Mm. So I brought that onto the plane with me. And then I remembered. And I was like, oh, that'd be perfect to take off eating my McDonald's to yeah. stop me from yeah, getting really anxious. Off it or whatever. So I decided to get up during takeoff <laughs> to get my McDonald's. And anyway, they were screaming at me to sit down. But <laughs> like, Don't worry about it. I'm just getting a Big Mac. I ended up falling and hit my head off the side of one of the chairs. I was grand, but could have been, could have been worse. Oh, God. I, I didn't get my McDonald's. Oh, no, did you not? Well, I did. And not until we were allowed to actually get out of the seat. Bit cold and soggy then. Yeah. Worst flight you've ever been on or worst flight you've ever experienced? Let us know. I wonder, is there anyone else uh, listening this evening, kind of like Saoirse, where you were on a plane, the things came down, the nose was maybe diving, the plane felt like, felt like it was flying out of the out of the. Uh, oh, imagine you could feel it plummet. Yeah. Well, you know sometimes when it hits bad turbulence or an, an air pocket, it just feels like it's dropping down. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, oh God, we're doomed. We're screwed. Like, is there anyone listening who's like ever, like you had an emergency landing situation? Or like a bird flew into the engine and it was all like, oh God, engine's on fire. What do we do? Or certain airlines that were known for running out of fuel oh. very quickly. <laughs> That'd be awkward. Let us know. Listen, uh, the worst flight you can ever remember being on, maybe it still traumatizes you to the day thinking about it and now you're, you're like going, no, nope, not going to fly. Uh, 0876797104. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Cormac and Sergio here on Room 104 with Play Blue. You can see what takes your fancy at playblue.ie. You know you want to. Now, we want to know the worst experience you've ever had on a plane. 087-6797-104. Comes after uh, news today. You might have seen this, but a Dublin airport cargo plane was meant to be flying off to Iceland to deliver some stuff. And uh, called in an old emergency mayday. Had to uh, have an emergency landing uh, in Scotland after it kind of started plummeting and losing altitude incredibly fast. Obviously, something had gone wrong, significantly wrong. Didn't say exactly what had happened. Thankfully, it landed safely, but they were planning on a really, really bad landing. They were planning on not being able to control the plane to the point where they thought they were going to crash land. All the fire and emergency services were out there ready for a disaster strike. Thankfully, it didn't, but just want to know, like, what is the scariest experience you've ever had on a plane 0876797104 and apart from things like screaming children kicking your seat I mean that's pretty terrifying and annoying but you know you probably didn't think you were going to lose your life No but I'm just wondering is now the fact that there's very few flights running they're not checking the plane properly <laughs> I'm just asking because obviously when there's a ton of people on the flight and you know especially like say the summer and there's holidays people are going away there's loads of flights taking place every single hour of every single day that they have to be on the ball but now because flights have kind of nearly just stopped are they just like ash it's grand <sighs> we did a quick check of it <laughs> fine another emergency landing yeah what if the pilots forget how to fly I ah, know it's an autopilot checklist. is it autopilot yeah for the most part but still I'd be terrified uh, we got a message in there I was flying to England for a martial arts comp years ago Hit turbulence from the second we got up into the air. Then the plane was struck by a bolt of air and it rocked the plane down for a few seconds. After that near-death experience, we landed and bounced off the runway and went back up in the air. Done a quick circle of the airport again and we eventually landed 
safely second time around. You landed and bounced back up in the air. Are you absolutely kidding? Uh, I would lose been, my life. There must have been really strong crosswinds, whatever. You never see that when they kind of come in for a landing and the plane is literally blown off the runway. So they just kind of tap down and go up and go, no, we'll do that again. Stop it. Have I've never, never seen, seen that? that. I've not seen some of the most terrifying landings ever. The, it's, the plane has nearly turned sideways as it's trying to come into land because the winds are so crazy and I have to abort the landing and swing no. back around and drop down again I've yeah. never seen that oh I'd lose it oh that'd be terrifying because you kind of think landing I know I yeah. don't like when it goes so fast when you land because I'm like oh anything yeah, could happen yeah, yeah. now but at least you're on the ground and then you're back up again <laughs> you're like okay we were nearly there no wow. sorry we're going to do that again uh, good evening Sandra what is the story good evening Cormac and Saoirse don't rely on the flight attendant's facial expression in training we're told to keep smiling oh I literally have goosebumps that has given me the most fear I will ever feel or experience in my life. Yeah. But you know then, that's what I'm thinking. You know when they're... If they're, they lose it, yeah, how much further on we do you actually are. But you know when they're not really smiling, they're, mm, they're yeah. definitely nervous, but they're just not really expressing anything. Oh, that's scary. Uh, Layla, good evening. When I went away, I, I, was, I was four and a half... Sorry. When I went away, I was on a four and a half hour flight and there was uh, bad turbulence. My dad had booked us in separate seats and I said to the man beside me, are we going to die? And he said, I hope not. Oh, God. That's reassuring, isn't it? Oh, no. We're going to die. Ooh, fingers crossed. Oh, turbulence is the worst. Uh, I remember flying into Nice Airport and it's right by the sea. The pilot barely made the runway and I'm not sure if he was training, but it was the most nerve-wracking experience of my life. <laughs> Looks like you're going into... Straight into water. I have been to Nice oh. and it does kind of... When you look down, you, you know, just before you land, it looks like you're about to go into the water. Is it Liverpool or Manchester Airport that it kind of feels like you're landing in a housing estate? Oh, I've been to both. I just remember landing there once and it was like just... There was a fence and then loads of red bricked houses and it feels as if you're landing in the middle of a housing estate. Hmm. Long, never, never, never noticed. Hmm. You know, let me know. Uh, 0876797104. I was once on a flight to Australia and the plane nearly crashed. We were so shook up afterwards. Amy, I need to know more. Yeah, please tell us more. You can't just say the plane nearly crashed. Like, how did someone tell you? Was it losing control? Was it plummeting down? Oh my God. (laughs) Don't most flights crash just after takeoff? I don't know. Or on take take off, I think is the most dangerous part, isn't it? Um, it might be things like yeah, when the that's when a bird might go into the engine or something might die. And oh my I god, know. I hate flying. I, I, I don't mind flying. No, I don't, I hate I, I, the way I kind of think now about turbulence is w- w- once there's turbulence, you're actually fine because you know you're moving forward. It's when you just start falling. Yeah, I out know of the that sky. feeling. So it's kind of like at least you know it's kind of bumpy, and there would only be turbulence if you're if you've got thrust and you're moving and accelerating forward. That's fine. And do you ever notice when the the sound kind of disappears? You know, you kind of hear the engine going or a bit yeah. of I don't know what it is. The sound of the plane, yeah. I guess, and then suddenly it goes silent, and you're like, "What? Hello? Are we still are we still going and moving?" <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, it's terrifying. Worst experience you've ever had on a flight or plane? Let us know. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. To the extent that, like, is 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 there someone listening who the air oxygen masks were deployed and you had to actually use them, like the cabin depressurized, and you had to put it on and actually? I think use that's them. happened a few times. Like, oh, is in people? God, I know like, people that that's happened to. Like, oh, that's I'd lose my mind. I'd just be like, that's the end of it now. You would think that, yeah, but I think they do it for like that cabin pressure. It could be any. Could, there could be nothing wrong with the actual plane itself. Well, but it's precautionary. Oh, just, but they do it. 
I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah um, 0876797104. Uh, there's a good one in here now from, let me see, Rachel. What's the story, Rachel? How are things? Flight from Delhi to Thailand. Massive turbulence. Stuff falling out of the overhead bins. Air hostesses hopping side to side, still with a plastered smile on their face like it was the norm, yeah? She's like, mm-hmm. uh, I was the only Irish passenger. Horrified. The panic made my face even paler. And the most alarming thing was no one was even phased as I made my peace with my maker. <laughs> Horrific looking like the token melodramatic white teenage girl. Oh, you poor thing. There is nothing worse than that, especially when you're somewhere um, that you've never been before and maybe an airline you're not familiar with. So that happened to me when I was going to Tanzania. I can't remember what plane we flew yeah. with after the se- second leg of the, t- the trip. But like that, I was thinking, if this crashes, it's going to be like one Irish you, know, well, you thought you were going to be the token yeah, Irish person. I was going to yeah. be the token Irish person, yeah. Oh, God. Any any scary encounters, worst experience you've ever had on a flight? 087-6797-104. How bad was it? Do you still, you know, does it still throw you off flying? You're like, let's just get the boat. At least we can swim. If there's an accident, you can jump in the water and you might survive. Uh, you'll have a life check. You don't have a parachute in a plane. Oh, can't swim. Okay, no. No. What do you mean you can't swim? I can't swim. Ah, come on. I Everyone drink. knows how to swim. That's why I'm terrified of the plane crashing into the water. So you're like, side of a mountain, please. Please. Take my, take my chances. Yeah. Uh, anyway, worst experience you've ever had on a plane? Or flight 87 104 On the way, Dermot Kennedy, power over me. It's next here on F104. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Poker faces on the way at 10 o'clock. That's where you see just how good you are at spotting when someone is lying, making stuff up, deceiving you. Uh, Sinead Quinlan, comedian, presenter on Ortiz The Den, has her own Ortiz series as well on the player. She'll be on to try and see if she can uh, get one past you. She'll tell you three things about herself. One of those three things is in fact a lie. It's not true. So we'll see if you can figure out what that is. It's on the way shortly. Uh, 14 minutes at 10 o'clock here on Room 104. Just talking about the uh, Dublin Airport cargo plane today, emergency landing uh, in Scotland, suddenly started losing altitude incredibly quickly, thought it was going to crash land, it was meant to be headed to Iceland. Uh, thankfully, crisis was averted and there was no injuries, no deaths, no crash, no nothing, but it was looking a bit dodgy for a while. We just want to know, <laughs> have you ever been on a plane or on a flight when the proverbial hit the fan where you thought, nah, this is it now, the turbulence is too bad, the oxygen masks have come down, there's noises going off, there's stuff falling out of the uh, overhead bins and you thought, that was it. Thank you and good night. Turbulence is one of the scariest feelings in the world because you feel so trapped and claustrophobic and stuck yeah. and you can't get out of that. Yeah, you can't even like in a car. I know in a car you could like get out or you can tell the driver to cop on or That's do it. something. People always go, oh, you're much safer in a plane than in a car, which I totally understand and I totally agree with and I get. But if you're in a car, you're kind of more in control because you can obviously slow down you can stop. If there's somebody driving the car, you can tell them to stop and let you out. Pull up the handbrake. Pull up the handbrake. You have control. Whereas a plane, you're just out of control. I hate that feeling. Ugh. Oh, God. Uh, let us know. The worst experience you've ever had on a flight, uh, Amy has followed up. She said, I was once on a flight to Australia and the plane nearly crashed. She said, basically, our plane was delayed. So while we were in the air, another plane came zooming past one of the wings actually hit one of our wings and something fell off. Luckily, it didn't affect anything. Oh my God. That's the thing. We don't realise how close planes are to each other. 
You know when you're in the sky and yeah. you think you're the only plane in the sky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back at base, there's li- like you can yeah. see the dots of all the planes. They're like, like I don't know how what the distance is between them. They look like they're right beside each other. That is insane. Sorry, I read that first initially, Amy, and it looked like you said we were still on the ground on a plane hit you, but there was a, a mid-air collision. That's wow. terrifying. Oh my God, imagine feeling that. Oh, seeing ah. the plane coming, you're like, no, we're grand, and then you actually feel the plane moving, you're like, ah, oh, we're done. Maybe I like being locked down. Maybe oh, I do. Oh, that's terrifying. Horrible. Are you scared of flying? Uh, No, I'm all right. The one bit I don't like is when it takes off and the pressure changes and it feels like you're actually falling for a second. Yeah, it does. It's like, whoa, just as you're taking off, it feels as if the plane has kind of come up and then stalled and and just drops out of it. And I'm like, oh, God, that's the only bit. But apart from that, oh, I think you kind of just have to accept the fact that everything is out of your hands now. And you got to decide, how do you want to go out screaming, crying like a little girl or just go, sure, look, that's it now. Enjoy my last few moments. See, I want everyone else to be calm for me. Mm, If I see anyone else panic, I'm done. Gone. Have you seen Bridesmaids? I'm basically the girl in Bridesmaids. (laughs) Oh dear. Listen, a long message on there from Tommy. We're going to read that out now in a second. But uh, last few moments, if you would like to let us know what have been some of the worst experiences you've ever had uh, on a plane. Were you, were you ever, like, did you ever have to have an emergency landing where it either landed in the water, landed somewhere it shouldn't have been? Um, let us know 0876797104 You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long FM 104 Dermot Kennedy Power over me It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 Control Alt Delete on the way at 11 o'clock if you want to bag yourself a million quid an American billionaire is giving you the opportunity to do so all you need to do is prove that there is a life after death Perfect I mean easy Easy so I could here. totally prove that. So, you know, a little side hustle, you get your job, maybe, you know, you're out of work at the moment, you need a bit of extra cash. There you go. Just prove that there is an afterlife and this man will give you a million quid. So, more details on exactly how you can apply for that and try and prove that on Control Alt Delete at 11 o'clock. Uh, last couple of messages in about the most horrifying experiences you've ever had on a flight or a plane. Um, let us know if there's any last ones quickly. You can get into us 0876797104. Comes in from Tommy. Evening, Tommy. How are things? Hope your night's going well. Um, he said, uh, back a, year, a few years ago, we were making our way home after seven months of travelling and the quickest way was from Athens to Yugoslavia, which is now Slovenia, and then on to London. Um, anyway, landed in Split Airport in Yugoslavia, which is now Croatia, and the war had started. This was only back in 1991. Oh, wow. Yeah, there was a war in Croatia. A serious, serious uh, war. It was in Croatia a couple of years ago and it was, it was mad because it was still, like, 1991. Yeah, fairly seems, recent. Yeah, it seems very recent. Not a very good place to land, I can imagine. Anyway, said, um, boarded the plane to London after four hours. Not only were they be shot out of the air, but the plane was an absolute bucket of crap. It took, like, a, all the way to London. I mean, the thing was absolute scrap. Yugoslav Airlines, I think it was. Even the train in front of my seat was stuck up with sticky tape. That's not a comforting thing to see on a no, plane. No, it's probably not. You know? Yeah. No idea how the thing was allowed to fly. And uh, we made it to Heathrow in the end anyway. And then the last flight, he says, yeah, obviously bouncing. Tommy had to do one of those things as well where a second approach. Come around to land, you're like, oh no, we're not going to make this one. Back out we go. again. Out we go. Yeah, if you do want to stretch yourself out, just watch those videos of uh, high, strong crosswind landings at airports. You'll just, you'll never fly again day in your life. Do you know what? I don't want to see that because I'm terrified by all these messages coming in (laughs) I didn't think there was going to be so many oh yeah again listen it is still the safest form of travel that you can engage in well I mean Sandra our friend I I think was an air hostess I'm not sure is an air hostess but was definitely um, 
And I think that, you know, if you are an air steward, is it steward? Yeah. An air hostess, you are flying quite regularly. Yeah. So you'd be used to a lot of little bumps you wouldn't That's what I mean. Like, you yeah. probably do get used to it. And think of the end of flights, they go on and thankfully touch wood, you know, nine times out of ten, they're fine. They're perfectly grand. God, that'd be a better one if there's anyone who's an air hostess or was an air hostess, like what was the scariest, scariest moment for you? Because then you know. Yeah, that's oh. true, actually, yeah. You went in the pilot to sleep or drunk at the wheel and you're like, oh God, we're doomed. Because if the air hostess is terrified, what hope do the rest of us yeah, have? if there was like a technical yeah. issue or something. Oh, oh God. God, no. Let us know. 0876797104. We'll move on. Uh, on the way next, uh, Poker Face. If you haven't heard this part of the show before, it's easy. We just, you know, there's a lot of liars in the world. And we need to make sure that you're able to spot when people are lying to you, when they're deceiving you, and they're being a little bit dishonest. So uh, we bring on our guest. They'll tell you three things about themselves. All right. Two of the things are true. One is made up. One is false. One is not true. And it is your job to see what exactly or can you, it's your job to see how good you are spotting when someone is lying. Sounds easy, but I mean, it can be rather difficult, especially when you're only doing it. Via via ear, I should say. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's easier one way when you might be able to see the person. Maybe they go red. Maybe they have a tell. But can you just by listening to someone, the words they use, are you able to tell when someone's spoofing? I mean, I usually am. In person. In person, but over the phones. On poker different. face, it's very difficult. So our guest joining us now next here on the show to play Poker Face. She is a the roving reporter from RTE's The Den. She also got her own series on RTE, uh, the RTE Player and also is a stand-up comedian sketch writer. Sinead Quinlan is her name. She'll be on in the next few moments to explain and uh, play Poker Face. She'll tell you a few things about herself and your job is to figure out which one of those things is not true. That's Poker Face. It's on the way next. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. You uh, need a little bit of extra cash and you fancy bagging yourself a million quid. There is an American billionaire who has offered a reward. He'll give you a million quid. All you need to do is prove that there is life after death. Right? He'll give you all the details on how you can apply for that. That's coming up on Control Alt Delete a little bit later on. Closer to 11 right now though. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.